Hey, what's up, guys? This is Yancey Harris with Insergo Tactical Fitness coming at you for the ITF podcast. Today, what we're going to be talking about is how to be tactically fit. All right, now, one thing that um, people tend to think about is that tactical fitness is basically CrossFit. And that actually couldn't be further from the truth, okay? Now, should you add CrossFit into your routine? Absolutely. For those of you that uh, don't know what CrossFit is, I mean, look it up. It's uh, it's basically just cross-training, different brands of training all mixed in together. One thing that they do like to do is something called AMRAPs which is as many rounds or as many reps as possible where you have a time limit and you're trying to do a set of exercises as fast as you can over and over again during that time limit, which is a great way to do cardio and an absolutely wonderful way to uh, develop strength and speed. Also, they have EMOMs, which are every minute on the minute. So every time the minute bell goes off, you do whatever is on the menu. So you say you're doing 25 push-ups. So every minute when the bell dings, you do your 25 push-ups and you have until the next minute comes up to rest. Anyways, all wonderful things. Now, here's something that they do also include in CrossFit is Olympic weightlifting, but they usually do it in a way that... uh, like they throw it in an AMRAP or an EMOM or something. Most of the time it's not really for maxes. And um, you should definitely look into Olympic weightlifting as a separate entity from CrossFitting. Uh, Just a good way to build strength. I don't think you should do it every day, but you should definitely do it every couple of days. Uh, Same thing with maximal strength. Maximal strength workouts are uh, just the same as Olympic weightlifting workouts, except that you're actually doing it on things that they don't do, like a bench press or weighted pull-ups or something like that. You know, the the purpose of being tactically fit is to be a perfect mixture of strong and fast. Okay, now you don't want to be too strong because then you're not going to be fast enough. And you don't want to be too fast, because then you're not going to be strong enough. What you want is a perfect mixture of that. Okay. Now, also, people ask, when is it time to stop training? You know, um, how do you know when you've gone too far? That's one thing that tactical fitness separates from most of the other genres of fitness, right? Because Olympic weight training, you don't want to overexude yourself because you'll lose some of your strength. Uh, bodybuilding, you'll lose mass. If you're doing CrossFit and you go too hard, you might pass out or die. Because trust me, if you haven't done CrossFit, it's all personal pushing. So the more you push yourself, the you know, the more you're going to get fatigued. So tactical fitness is about reaching that level where you're about to break and then going way past it. 
because we're not training for a CrossFit competition. We're not training for a bodybuilding competition. What we're training for is to be able to continue going when everybody else has stopped. And that's in real life situations, right? Um, some people ask me, um, what about the things I'm not good at? And a, a lot of people have this misconception of find something you're good at and do it better than everybody else and don't worry about the things you're bad at. You know, maximize the thing you're good at. I don't agree with that at all. Okay? Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't maximize that thing you're good at, but you should also try and maximize the things you're bad at. Uh, because there's a lot of things that you're going to need that if you didn't train for at all, I mean, it's just going to be going to be like your entire training was a complete waste of time because you made it to the certain point and now you need this and you didn't even train this because you were maximizing on this over here. You know, if you are a perfect shooter, but you can't lift a hundred pounds, well, you should definitely maximize your perfect shooting and keep it perfect. But at the same time, you should definitely make sure that you can lift over a hundred pounds. Because at some point, you're going to have to lift over 100 pounds. And when that point comes, it's not going to matter how good you can shoot. You can't shoot your way out of everything. You know, and that's what I'm saying is you, you have to train everything. There's nothing you shouldn't train. I personally, I'll sit there and pick locks for 30 minutes. Now, people are like, why are you pick locks? Well, so if I come across a locked door that I have to get into, I can pick the lock. I'm like, when is that going to happen? I don't know when it's going to happen. But if it does happen, I'll be ready for it. You know, why do this? Because it could happen. Everything that we do in tactical fitness, it, it's not, you know, tactical fitness, people think, okay, so it's fitness. It's not really fitness. It's more tactical training. I mean, you got to throw in things that you never would before, you know. And that that's a huge part of this. Now, uh, you should also throw in balance, flexibility, parkour. Uh, I like to do parkour here and there. And small doses. I used to do it a lot when I was in the Marine Corps. And I ended up taking a bad spill off a 30-foot balcony trying to jump and shattering my heel and my ankles and my feet and kind of killed it for me for a little while but parkour is pretty important too and i'm not talking about you know going and jumping off of your house over and over again unless that tickles your fancy but what i'm talking about is um jump on the side of the house and hold yourself there for a while then jump back off uh, train your balance Stand up on one leg, do a squat, do some pistol squats, but do them slow. Your flexibility is important, okay? Your flexibility is definitely important. Your flexibility will help you with every aspect of everything you're doing. Your weight training, your running, your hiking, your shooting, every single thing will be affected by your flexibility. If you have greater flexibility, the greater your chances are at being good at those things. Now... I also say to overtrain the things you hate. 
you know, I, for example, hate deadlifts. I don't know why. I just absolutely hate deadlifts. So every time I'm throwing in any kind of lower body workout, guess what I throw in my workout? Deadlifts. Because I want to do them until the point where I'm the best at them. And I can say, look, this was the thing I hated and I'm the best at it. These things that I love, yeah, I'm definitely the best at those because I've been training those too and I enjoyed it. You need to throw in that thing you hate a lot. Because when the going gets really bad and you're having to do things like build a bunker out of sandbags or, you know, build a facility out of logs or do something, just something you absolutely hate. Uh, if things go to crap, well, guess what? That will be something that you'll just keep continuing on and make the perfect situation out of it possible because you've already developed that mentality. And that's what it's about. It's about developing that mentality. You know, the whole cliche, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Well, that's 100% completely true because the tough have been training for it. Now, also, you, you, you have to learn that there is no such thing as fear. All right, fear is a, a natural response to a situation where we find ourselves approaching something we don't know the outcome of, right? Once you train long enough, you've trained for every outcome. So fear is not even, I mean, it doesn't even exist in your mind. I mean, as soon as it pops up, you slam it back down. Because you already know the different things that are possibly going to happen. And you've prepared for them and you've trained for them. And now you have to sit there and decide, well, this is the way things are going to go. So don't worry about fear, especially during training. I mean, your body has limits. Don't do like I did and jump off a 30-foot balcony to a concrete ground or, you know, don't be like, oh, I've never done a backflip before. I'll just get on the house and do a backflip off the house. No. Train. Do a backflip on a trampoline and then a backflip off a diving board and then try it on a, you know, gym trampoline onto a pad. You know, be smart about it, but don't have any fear because fear is, is something that will hold you back from every single thing in this world. Fear is paralyzing and every single thing that you could have accomplished up to this point if you haven't more than likely is because of fear fear of rejection fear of failure fear of bodily harm fear of whatever but fear is what holds us back so don't worry about fear swallow it down do it anyways and i'm telling you right now the accomplishments that you'll make will be amazing now that also brings me to a question that gets asked a lot what type of martial arts should I train for tactical fitness well I believe that you should definitely train boxing you should definitely train Muay Thai you should look into ninjutsu or kung fu uh, personally I like ninjutsu and kung fu both if you have anybody around that can actually teach you it I'm not talking about sanctioned schools or anything but an actual instructor who was trained somewhere other than America usually. Um, Taekwondo, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and Krav Maga. Now, 
if I've realized how that sounds like, whoa, okay. So if it's $150 to train one of those a month, you just list it off. Oh, about a thousand dollars a month of stuff I need to train. Totally get that. So narrowing it down to the most important as far as tactical fitness goes would be Krav Maga and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And what I need to emphasize here, if it's possible, you really need to have a buddy, a partner, a friend, somebody that will do these things with you that's at least equal to your weight, height, stature, things like that. Because going to regular classes is great and you should totally do that. But when you get done with those regular classes, maybe you don't go to another regular class for three or four days, right? Now, those three or four days, you could spend time with your buddy practicing those things you went over on the last class. That is extremely important. I know I've had partners, when I was in the Marine Corps, me and a friend of mine did a lot of different martial arts all over the world. And when people were out drunk and partying, me and him would be out there, you know, just going at it and whatever martial art we learned. I remember when we first got to Ramadi, Iraq, we were actually made wooden knives out of some two by four pieces that we found that were left over from building these make hooches. And, uh, we were practicing knife fighting out in the middle of the sand in the middle of the day, you know, sweating our butts off. And, uh, it was very fun, very entertaining, very helpful. You need a person to train with if it's possible, because it just, it helps you out so much that it's not even funny. Okay. And if you don't have that, I completely understand since then, I really haven't had that. It's almost like I've been instructing people how to do things and never get to actually mix it up with them, except when I'm in my regular classes. So it is very hard to do for me, but if you have somebody that you can throw into that'll have the exact same commitment as you, that is an absolute blessing and definitely pursue that avenue. But Krav Maga and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, why those two? Well, I'll tell you. Krav Maga is a way to inflict damage upon your opponent and as quick and as efficient and uh, as possible while basically saving your life it's more of an aggressive defense you know a lot of people think of it as an offense but it's more of an aggressive defense because usually at the points where you're training to learn or you know to use krav maga you're in a defensive position somebody pulled a gun knife or they're trying to hit you whatever it's more of a defensive thing uh as compared to something like ninjutsu where i don't even know if ninjutsu actually has a word for block because everything is aggressively offensive always punch the person before they get to punch you and then punch them with your right fist right elbow back right elbow back hammer fist left punch you know and it's just a continuous fluid motion like water and wonderful to train and just great for offensive situations but Krav Maga is going to teach you basic defense even if you only go to a few regular classes those are very important uh, just a level one Krav Maga class 
just get that done. Now Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Most fights, and I can't exactly quote you a percentage here. I don't even know if they've done a study on it based on just street fights, because that's what we're talking about, right? We're talking about real world situations. Most fights end up on the ground. So your ability to manipulate joints and continue inflicting punishment on the ground is a huge asset to you in case you're ever in any kind of fight. And Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu also is great for getting in shape. Uh, the more you do it, trust me. Uh, go one five-minute round, balls out with somebody, and afterwards tell me you feel great because you feel like shit. And that's just the way it is. It is wonderful and taxing. But what I have been creating, and you will, I will definitely put links on here, uh, very soon to my videos, YouTube, uh, a book that I am currently writing on my style of martial arts, Insurgo martial arts. The reason I made this martial art was because I studied a lot of different martial arts around and I have just little nitpicking things. And here's the thing, you know, I've known several black belt instructors in different places in different martial arts who've never been in a fight before and yes it is all well and good to think that if somebody does this you'll do this but whoever thought of that wasn't in very many fights you know what you need is real world street knowledge of what's going to happen you know <laughs> say somebody's going to punch you in the nose um let me tell you something if you know if you're a black belt in Taekwondo and you get punched in the nose, every single move that you've ever thought about all of a sudden went out the window for about the next three seconds. You don't remember anything for the next three seconds. Your eyes are watering. You can't hardly see. Your body is telling you that you're in pain. Your brain is shutting down. You're like, what the hell just happened? And for those three seconds, you're completely vulnerable no matter what you know. So, this is going to sound crazy. Practice getting punched in the nose. Lightly. Don't be sitting there breaking your nose. But that's what tactical fitness is. It's preparing you for the eventuality of something bad happening. And when that something bad happens, you already know what you're going to do and you're already acting on it before it even gets halfway done. Now, one thing, too, that I wanted to go over is integrating weapons into training. Now, there's a huge benefit in this, and let me tell you something, guys. Why don't you spend nine bucks on a replica nine millimeter airsoft gun? Or say you, you prefer an HK VP9 or a Walther P99. Something like that, Walther PPQ. They actually make a Walther PPQ airsoft gun that looks and feels and acts just like a Walther PPQ. Mostly, there is a CO2 powered BB gun or a airsoft gun out there that nearly perfectly resembles whatever firearm you choose to use. So get that. You know, at the most, you're looking at forty bucks. 
get that and use it for training. Make sure it feels like the way yours feels. And this is the way you integrate those weapons in training, okay? Say you're doing crunches. Now, instead of doing crunches, I want you to crunch with your airsoft gun in both hands and pick a spot, maybe a bullseye on a piece of paper or a picture or whatever the hell you want to aim at. But as you do the crunch, you come up, you get that in your front sights, you squeeze the trigger, come back down, come back up, get it in your front sights, squeeze the trigger. Now, what you're thinking is, no, that doesn't really make much sense. Familiarity is what breeds muscle memory. Okay. Now, there will be times when you will be on your back in a fight, anything like that, and you have to draw your weapon. Once you draw that weapon, if you've spent 200 hours over the past 10 years doing crunches coming up, your bullets are going to hit exactly where you want them to. And it's going to be super quick. It's going to be super fluid. It's going to be wonderful. Now, also, with that, you have to look at your training your body like that weapon is a part of you. Um, you know, in the Marine Corps, your rifle goes everywhere with you. They don't do that because they want to catch you leaving your rifle somewhere. What they want to do is make sure that you are so comfortable with that weapon that that is your best friend. That is something that becomes an extension of yourself. That it's almost like a like a long lost friend that you just carry around with you. I mean, it doesn't. It never really leaves you. And as soon as that weapon hits your hands, it's like you can rule the entire world. That is the reason for integrating weapons into training. Um, as far as tactical training itself. And coming back to integrating weapons and training, you know, it doesn't have to be a pistol. It can be a rifle. Like, they have airsoft and BB guns that are just like ARs, any kind of AR you got. Uh, DPMS actually has a Panther Arms CO2-powered BB gun that feels just like the real thing. All the actions work the same, magazines, everything. So, no excuse for you not to train with a weapon when you can get a CO2 powered BB gun or a airsoft gun and use that. Okay. That takes all the danger out of training. If you're around people, I mean, you can do that in your living room. All right. And you don't have to worry about your kids or your wife or some idiot, you know, messing with your stuff. Cause it's just, uh, you know, it's basically just a prop. So bringing me to tactical training in its entirety, get creative with it. Okay, I have a, a lot of exercises I like to post on Instagram. Uh, look me up at Insergo Tactical Fitness. And my exercises are a little bit unorthodox because they train things that, you know, seem weird at the time but are just super good. We uh, put a battle rope uh, around our waist the other day and one person would just pull slightly while the other person sprinted about 100 yards. And 
that's what's gorgeous about all the uh, ways that you can train because truth be told there is nothing better than coming up with an exercise yourself trying it out and just burning yourself out and thinking wow I'm so glad we did that and that's what's awesome guys it, it really is because tactical fitness is all about pushing yourself to the limit and whatever you can find to do that that is what you should continue to do um, if you can run 10 miles without even breathing hard run 20 that's um that's about if you need any like advice on tactical fitness uh, just don't hesitate to direct message me or email me and I will definitely get on it get you a list of different exercises that I've come up with I'm shortly going to come out with a video of different exercises that I do but don't be afraid to get out there and mix it up you know grab a tractor tire grab um, the other day I was doing walking forward lunges with a dowel rod and two five gallon buckets full of water and trying not to spill any of the water you know just have fun with it guys and that's what it's supposed to be it's supposed to be fun and maybe it'll suck at first but you know later on it'll be fun and the better you get at these things the better tactically you'll be that about wraps it up for episode two i am super pumped about episode three but y'all just get out there and train. Anything you need, you direct message me, you email me. Whatever you need to do to get a hold of me, you do. And I will absolutely get back to you as soon as possible. All right? You guys have a wonderful day. Bye.